In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. You know, there are genetic disorders that are passed on from generation to generation in a family line that, that makes certain people more prone to certain disease, certain maladies, certain things. They're just, we have a proclivity for it because our ancestors did. Well, may I say today that all of us have a family disease? Every last one of us have a terrible disease. It's the worst. It's the worst disease. It is the cancer of the soul. It is terminal. It is fatal. It is the disease of sin. It began in our first parents, in Adam and Eve, and it's passed on from generation to generation. Romans 5 tells us that by one man's sin, many were made sinners. By one man's disobedience, sin entered into the mainstream of humanity. It's passed on, and we're all just sinners. And yet, aren't you glad that though we're all sinners, our Lord is a great Savior? You don't have to wait to get to the New Testament to discover that. That's revealed right in the beginning of the Bible and the book of beginnings in the book of Genesis. We're in Genesis chapter 4 again today talking about this fresh start that is needed in every family. You remember Adam and Eve failed the Lord. Cain failed the Lord. Abel is killed. Seems like the family's coming apart. And then at the end of Genesis 4, we read this. And Adam knew his wife again. And she bare a son and called his name Seth. For God, said she, hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. And to Seth, to him also, there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. We'll come back to that word began in our next study, but I love it. It just jumps off the page at me in Genesis 4, verse 26. We're in the book of beginnings. This family's already had one great beginning, the best, in the Garden of Eden. They blew it. But here, the Bible says, then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. When was then? When was when was the moment they began again? The answer, when they finally came to the end of themselves and they returned to the Lord and they looked to God as their only hope. I've written the margin of my Bible that Genesis 4 verse 26 is the first spiritual awakening recorded in Scripture. Notice it was in the context of the home. That's where real spiritual awakening needs to start. It needs to happen in a family. And how does it start? Well, we learned already that the fresh start for the family begins first with a fresh glimpse of the goodness of God. It always begins with God. It begins with God revealing himself. Get your eyes off of you, off the other family members, and off of the failures, and back on the God who never changes and is always good. And then secondly today we learn this, that a fresh start for your family not only begins with a fresh glimpse of God, but secondly, it begins with fresh faith for the future. You see, we must exercise faith in God. We must believe that God is, Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We must believe that the God who is good actually is at work even in the middle of our messes, even in the middle of the most terrible difficulties and tragic circumstances. God has not changed. Do you see 
Eve's faith being exercised, when she has this child, that in itself is a beautiful thing, but she chooses his name carefully. She names him Seth, and then we learn why. The name Seth means appointed. And here's what she said. She said, For God hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel whom Cain slew. Instead of living in her past, instead of letting the rest of her life be defined by what was taken away from her or what didn't turn out right or what didn't go the way she had hoped, instead of living that way, she moves from grief to failure. She moves from guilt to failure. She moves from uh, what happened to her to what she believes by faith God is going to do. You see, from start to finish, uh, the followers of our Lord have always been a people of faith, faith in God. Now, granted, sometimes our faith is weak, but aren't you glad it's not the strength of your faith, it's the object of your faith that's strong. Uh, But the principle is the same. If you're going to get a fresh start, if you're going to have a new beginning with the Lord, If you're going to see what God has in store for you now, if there's going to be any hope, then it must begin with real faith in God. Mark 11, 22, Jesus said to his disciples, have faith in God. The writer of Hebrews says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Uh, John wrote in 1 John, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Four times in the Bible. Once in the Old Testament, three times in the New Testament, we read this expression, the just shall live by his faith. You getting the point? All through Scripture, one of the common threads woven through the whole of of God's Word is this, we must believe on the Lord. Will you believe on him today? Let me ask you a question. Do you believe that you've blown it? Somebody says, oh, yes, I know I've blown it. All right, then do you believe God is greater than your failure? Do you believe that where sin abounds Grace does much more abound. Do you believe that Christ is actually greater than everything that is against you? If so, then you must exercise that faith. Faith is not something you hold. It's something you use. It's like a muscle. If you don't use it, it atrophies. It gets weak. Uh, maybe someone listening to me right now used to say, well, I, I used to really believe the Lord and, and trust God and saw the Lord break through, but now I'm not sure now. Well, begin where you are. Begin by confessing your unbelief. Like the disciples, Lord, help thou mine unbelief. Increase our faith. Start right where you are, but begin to use even that little mustard seed faith you have to say, Lord, I believe you still have a plan. I believe you're the same God you were before our failure. I believe you're the same God you were before our children took the wrong path. I believe you're the same God you were before our family started coming apart at the seams. And then out of that faith, commit yourself by the grace of God to live by faith and to pass that on to your children. I love this thought. Uh, Eve perhaps had some failures with Cain and Abel. Uh, I don't think you can blame all that on Adam and Eve because children grow up make their own decisions. And uh, you can't control all of that. They become personally accountable to God. But perhaps she had some regret and remorse there. But I love this. When you come to the end of Genesis chapter number 4 and she has this new child, Seth, what does she do? She's committing herself to pass on God's truth through this line. Where Cain chose the wrong path, she says, I'm going to put the right things in Seth. Uh, You know, the reality is sometimes people just go the wrong direction, don't they? And we'll talk more about that, praying them back to God, loving them back to God. But I'll tell you what we can do. We can begin with those who still are with us. We can begin with the children and the grandchildren or the perhaps even the great-grandchildren that are at hand, and we must teach our Seths, if you will, 
uh, that they must believe the Lord, that they must be willing to do what God says, that they must be obedient to the truth. Now, if you know the rest of the story of Scripture, we know that the line of Seth is the line through which the the seed of the woman, Messiah, was going to come. We know that this is the, the new line, the godly line. So let's all do something today. If you are in a godly line, would you recommit yourself today by faith to keeping it going, to carry it on, to relay what you've received? Don't let it stop with you. And if you say, I, I don't have that kind of godly line, then would you draw a line in the sand today yourself and say, by the grace of God, I'm going to be Seth. I'm going to begin to call on the name of the Lord. I'm going to, I'm going to trust God. And maybe the past it has lots of blots and blemishes on it, but I believe the future is as bright as the promises of God And I'm just going to trust the Lord starting right where I am. If you've never trusted Jesus as your personal Savior, that's where you've got to begin. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. And if you are a believer, then, friend, exercise that faith in God. Believe him for your situation today. You can have a fresh start in your life and with your family if you'll get a fresh faith in God for the future. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.